It's not no playing. Coach. It's not playing, Coach. It's not, it playing. not playing. Oh my God! Still not playing. Why don't you just nix the intro? Because ninety-eight percent of the time, time play. Yeah. All we hear is something in your mouth, so we can hear the intro. But there's, no, it's not playing. If me and Stiz can't hear it, it means it's not playing. I've never met somebody who I've, you got to tell somebody. Eight Everybody else hears it but you. No, nobody hears it. If me and uh -uh. Stiz can't hear it, you don't hear it on Facebook or or YouTube. Well, I, what, I, it just can't go through your thick skull. <laughs> okay. Okay, right. so nobody heard it. Now you want to start the show or are you going to sit there and just look like you All right. Yeah. All right. Now, I, now. Well, okay, we start the show now. All right. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the huddle. It's me, Coach Muddle, along with Nevada Nick and Stiz. All right. We got an action-packed show this morning. Lots going on. Uh, you know, finally a Thursday night game that was worth watching. Uh, and uh, – you know, now I've lost track of – I had a whole spew of what I was going to say, and then Nevada Nick threw me off. But, you know, it's a little, little – Yep, I'm, uh, I'm going to push it over to you. But wait a second, you know, because you a, a little partly cloudy this morning. You know, I was busy working on my engineering degree last night, you know, so <laughs> I had a lot of things. You know, I was I was turning uh, alcohol into urine last night, so that was my yeah, big yeah, my big good. engineering project. <laughs> engineering into physics, yeah. yeah. You know, so, so yeah. God forbid, coach doesn't have his intro. Now he's all yeah. You know, I, I get like thrown for a loop. I don't have my intro. You know, <laughs> we've never seen coach thrown for a loop before ever in the in this show. You know, yeah, right. Always so so on top of <laughs> yeah, I'm on top of everything. Yeah, right? coach it, it is, is always right? on top of his game. You know, right. knows what you know, knows what's going on. Good work, coach. You know, we're uh, thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate the uh, the help. You know. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we'll get it going here. Obviously, uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. Um, you know, I took the Packers. I think everybody here said they liked the Packers. If I'm correct, I think Stiz commented in that he liked the Packers too. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I like the Packers actually to win the game too. I just I like the spot. Um, one interesting stat that I thought was interesting, um, you know, um, Rogers is actually seven and zero, oh, 19 touchdowns, one interception without Devonte Adams. I thought that really kind of caught me off guard surprised by that. Um, so, but I look, I thought that the Packers had a great game plan. They really did. Um, running the football, not asking Rogers to do too much. Uh, I believe the you know the time of possession was two to one, so you're keeping Murray on the side, you know, on the sidelines. Obviously, you know they had injuries themselves, losing Hopkins, JJ Watt now out for the year, and the more concerning thing, obviously, Kyler on the second to last play of the game gets hurt, and then you have obviously that play to AJ Green that I have no clue what he was doing. He never even turned to look for the ball for the, for the ball. And former Eagle Rasul Douglas makes a huge interception to not, you know, because look, they could have kicked the field goal for the tie, but right. obviously saved the game and, and get the win. And what's a huge win for the Packers because now, 
like I said, the week, last week the Cardinals are seven and zero. Now they're seven and one. Packers have the tiebreaker, so Packers are the number one seed in the NFC. And I'm obviously JJ Watt out for the year, and and Kyler Murray is in a boot. So uh, a lot can change in one week in the NFL. Coach, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, and, you know it's it's a week to week league, you know, uh, and now like like we talked about the teams with the easiest road. Uh, to the top, and right now it's the Packers seem to have that easiest road uh, division-wise because now, you know, Arizona still has to play the Rams again. They still have – and the 49ers, you know what? It's a division game. That's going to be a game, you know, and the Seahawks as well. Those you can't – just because their record is – they're still going to be tough, tough games. And 49ers gave them a tough game. You know, earlier in the year already. So, and that was without Jimmy G. I don't know what happens. I think Jimmy G's on life support right now, obviously. <laughs> yes. But my question, and I'll start with Stiz on this one and then go to you, coach. Right now, you know, you love how he plays and running around the field and all. But to me, does he need to become more of a pocket passer and use his legs when it's necessary? Because now you have another injury. And Stiz will tell you, Stiz hit the overs last year one touchdowns with Kyler Murray. But you remember last year, they were doing well. He hurts his shoulder and isn't the same down the stretch. Now with the foot injury, Stiz, does Kyler Murray need to need to change his style of play a little bit so that, you know, you don't face these injuries every year? Well, I mean, you, you spoke you spoke of it. I mean, late, last year when he got hurt, you saw his rushing production went way down. I mean, he loves using his legs, and you know he's going to get himself killed, man. Any any, yeah. any Russian running back is just put himself out there for injury, you know. Luckily, luckily this week, I mean, you've seen him in a boot, but uh, Kyler actually said he's he's fine. He said he tweaked his ankle a little bit. He said he's fine. They put him in a boot for precautionary uh, reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back to your whole spiel on uh, on on the Green Bay Packers game plan kind of mimics what the Eagles do every week, doesn't it? <laughs> Run the ball, you know, take some pressure off their quarterback. You know, it's it's unbelievable. It's like it's like a mirror image for our Philadelphia Eagles here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. yeah, and that's Josie LaFleur. I mean, LaFleur, you know, first 40 games, he's the, you know, the best – the best coach in football history after 40 games. I mean, he's a, uh, I think he's 33 and seven. So uh, doing a heck of a job coach. What do you think? Kyle Murray, does he need to change his style of play? Well, does he need to, or can he, I don't think he can. Okay. Remember the guys, five eleven, five ten, maybe mm-hmm. he, he's got to move the pocket yeah. to, in order to do the things that he does. And without being able to do that, I think he is not a quarterback in the NFL. So that that that's what it, what it comes down to. I think he has to do those things yeah. in order to be to survive in this league. Right, and that's the only point. quarterback. And look, you saw you you saw catch up to Russell Wilson obviously this year, and the only one who's been able to avoid it. And I still think his day is going to come too because he's the smallest of them all. Is Lamar Jackson? You know, the way he runs the ball and some of the shots he takes. If if you remember last year in the playoffs, he take get the concussion here, but that game was already over. But Lamar hasn't, you know, gotten the injury. But you know, his style of play. Kyler, I get you're right. He needs to roll out, but just some of the runs now, you need to get down. Um, you need to be more careful because some you know, your best ability is your availability. 
Now, one other question I want to ask you guys about the Packers now. We're going to switch to the Packers side. You know, obviously they lose the first game. All hell's breaking loose because, you know, obviously Rodgers, you know, asked for the trade in the offseason. They lose the first game, get blown out. What was it, 38-3 to the Saints? Uh, you know, even me, I was like, oh, Packers are done. They just looked terrible. I thought it was going to be a distraction. Well, here they are now. They've won seven straight games. Is there any way the Packers can fix this and actually get to where Rodgers comes back next year? I'll start with you, Coach. No. Okay. No, he's 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 out the door. This is this is his fu tour. Uh, honestly, okay. I think this is more of a you know week one. Just you know. Uh, was just kind of a tease and now he's just decided to mash the gas and, and, you know, yeah. instead of the mic drop, he's going to do the trophy drop in February, you know, and, and be out the door, you yeah. know, <laughs> I'll go to you. Stiz. any way the Packers can fix this and bring back Rogers. Me and coach are on the same wavelength, which is yeah. kind of scary, but uh, <laughs> I have to agree with them. I, 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 I do. I do believe that he is on the FU tour. I think he's playing his heart out. He's going to try to win it one time, up his up his value. Which I don't know how you can up the value of a of an MVP quarterback like that. Right. But yeah, I, I think I think he's gone. That you know that situation with with management coaches. It's just it's way past you know way past mending basically. Yeah, and you know what? The way I look at it too, they're winning, but. Okay, if they get to the NFC Championship game and lose, if for him it's going to be okay, we've just done the same thing we've done the last three yeah. years. You know, you're not going to get anybody. And to me, if they win it all, which me and Stiz would be thrilled, but if they win yeah. it all, I think he's going to say, you know what? What a great note to go out on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, sure. I win another Super Bowl. You know, I delivered for them. I think now, too, it's kind of like with Brady. I think he's. You know, wants to go to another organization and see what he can do. Um, and look, there's going to be plenty of suitors out there and plenty of teams that are right on the brink. So, you know, I, 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 like I said, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's it's going to be fixed. I think he's still going to want to be out. He's not going to let go of the whole Jordan Love thing. And obviously, you know, the disrespect he felt like not being involved in the decision making and 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 you know, or at least having some input in regards to uh, the decision making in the offseason. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, we, you got this. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I no, I was going to last last note on that. I, I will tell you. I mean, you got to give the, this team props on what they did with you know their game plan, like you talked about earlier. But listen, man, they're down. They're three top wide receivers, and they right. still got the job done against a seven zero right. team, which is which is really commendable. You know. I mean, I mean, you lose your your best receiver, and you lose two complementary receivers, and you still go right. out and get the job done. I'll tell you, gives props to them. Now, you know, we keep we've talked about all the injuries, but you know, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, we keep seeing this, and it's, it just seems like a trend the last two or three years with all these injuries. And the one thing, coach, I don't understand. It's less OTAs, less practicing, less hitting in practicing. All these things to protect the players, but injuries are up. Why? Like, what can the NFL do to fix this? Because I, I think it's a start. Well, they, they can't. They can't because they've they've already, you know, your body, you know, they've gotten rid of hitting, pra you know, hitting practices. Back in the day, you know, you know, when you played, you had to, you hit every day. 
Right. You, you were live every day. Your body got accustomed to that. Well, your body's not accustomed to getting into a car accident once a week. It's used to getting into a car accident seven days a week or six days a week. So, you know, it's yeah. uh, uh, so that's what it is. They should fire him if they lose to the Lions, but I don't think they will. Je I don't think Jeffrey Lurie's ever fired a coach uh, during the season. What's going on uh, there, Sammy the Kush? What's up, Sammy? <laughs> the Kush. Now, so we talked about all the injuries. One injury I do want to talk about, obviously. Sorry, I keep on hitting this. Um, I want to get into the Dak situation. Um, you know, look, you got those top five seeds in the NFC all real close. You know, obviously, you know, now Green Bay on top at seven and one, or yeah, yeah, seven and one. Uh Cardinal seven and one. Dallas, obviously, still very much in the mix. They know they're gonna win the NFC East. I'm gonna ask you first, is if Dak Prescott isn't a hundred percent, would you play him tonight? Or do you be you know be careful and say, All right, we're gonna hold him out out for a game and be, you know, look to the future more? What would you do? You, you, you put in Cooper Rush and you say a couple prayers tonight, you know, against <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, no, you know what? Listen, uh, Nick, they, they, they got a three-game lead in this NFC East, and I think this is going to be a breeze with or without Dak for a game or two. Right. Uh, I say if he's not 100%, you don't chance it. You know, you go in there, you, you see what you can do, you run the ball with Zeke and Tony Pollard, and you try to, you know, somehow get this win Sunday night. Yeah, I don't think you chance it. Not with a three-game lead. If it was closer, right. I could see. You right. know, I could see maybe you put him out there, but no, I wouldn't chance it. Coach, would you play Dak if he's not 100%? Well, what 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 are we talking? I mean, is he 60%? Is he 98%? What is he? You know, I mean, they, they right. there's there's the things you got to look at. So, uh, but, I, I mean, Dak's my guy. If Dak says he can go, I'm putting him in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, if I'm the Cowboys, Dak yeah. is my guy, you know. So, and, I, I mean. Sometimes, yo, coach, you got to save the player from himself. And Dak's the kind of guy he's going to want to play. And that that would be my concern. Um, but let's say he's 80%. And to me, you know, I, I, I would let him, I would sit him. Get, give him an extra week. You know, because let's not forget, too, in a couple of weeks, he's going to have to go on short rest, too, in the Thanksgiving game. You, you don't want to lose Dak. You know, the, the Cowboys actually finally have a shot at making some noise and making some noise in the playoffs. And, you know, obviously you, you lose Dak, the season's over. Okay. Sam, I don't know. I don't think he's going to play. The line's screaming that he's not. The Cowboys were a two-and-a-half-point fa fa favorite, and now the Vikings are a three, or Stiz may have said they're a possibly a four-point favorite. Vegas knows something we don't know, in my opinion, because if Dak's playing, no way the Vikings are a three-point favorite. You will see that number drop. Um, you know, I think it'll drop to where the Cowboys are a favorite. So I don't think he is sure. playing. Stiz, you agree, right? No, yeah, yeah, definitely agree with the line movement like that. Yeah, that, that tells you that tells you he's he's definitely not playing. I guess we won't know. I mean, they, they said they're going to make the decision up at, at, at pregame warmups, though, which I find okay. that kind of hard to believe that they're going to wait that long. Right now, on to the Eagles today. I didn't want to start with the Eagles because they Eagles suck and they're playing the zero and seven Lions. Um, <laughs> now let me ask you this, <laughs> Coach: The Giants suck too. Don't even start. Now, <laughs> listen, listen, let me tell you something. You know, the Giants 
are starting to look a little better than the Eagles, man. I, I have to, yeah. I have to, you have to admit that. I mean, no, you know. no, the Lions records, the Lions are playing harder than the Eagles. I would say the Lions are coached better than the Eagles. I would, I don't think they're a better team than the Eagles, but they're playing harder than the Eagles and they're coached better than the Eagles. The Lions are just shame. They've had a couple games. Obviously, they probably should have won that Ravens game with the field goal. Um, there's a couple other games they probably should have won. Um, I think was it this was the, were the Lions a team you put the Maloiks on with against the Vikings? <laughs> Wasn't that their team? Was that the Lions? That was the Lions when we were down there. Yeah. The Maloiks won them the one game. So uh, yeah. yeah. Now let me ask you this: If Jalen Hurts struggles in the first half today, I'll start with you first, Coach. Do you put in Gardner Minshew and, and see you know maybe if he can do something with this offense? Normally, I wouldn't, but I think I think the state of the Eagles, and I think Seriani knows that he's out the door, so he's going to have to do something to try to save himself. So I I wouldn't be surprised if you know the Eagles go three and out in the second series. You got uh, Minshew in, you know. Yeah. Now, Stiz, to you, if uh, you know uh, Hertz is struggling in the first half, do you, do you pull him and put him Minshew and see if Gardner can do anything, or would you keep Hertz? I, I I don't think you do this game. Okay, I mean, you know, I listen. This is the last thing you want to do, and we all know you don't want to lose to an zero and seven team. You don't you, right. you don't want to be that team that gives an zero and seven team their first win. So right. I think you got to go with the best bet you have in Jalen Hurts, and you got to keep him in the whole game. Okay. Well, you know, the one thing I would say, though, you know, people – Gardner Minshew, if you look at it, everybody thinks, like, he's terrible. You know, he was with the Jaguars, and guys, in his career, 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Yeah. That's with the Jaguars. You know, Gardner Minshew's uh, – you know, he's very underrated to me as a quarterback. I mean, what's Trevor Lawrence doing right now? He's not lighting it up. Gardner no. Minshew played well with the Jags. And that was a, as we all know, a bad football team who lost whatever it was, eighteen straight going into this year. Wait a second, wait a second. He had a running game though. He had a running game. So let's see what he does with the Eagles, who refused to run okay. the football. No, you might be right, but coach, you know, you know how it is. I honestly believe, just from his experience and maybe being a little bit more accurate, I think this is just me. I think he would give him a little jolt right now. I really do. I, I believe that. And maybe, you, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, this is all Seriani. Maybe a part of it's Hurts. Because Hurts has missed a lot of easy passes to kill drives, which obviously hurt Seriani and him getting long drives. And I still think Seriani sucks as a coach. I'm not trying to change that opinion. But 100%. still, I, I think – um, I don't know. I think Minshew deserves – plus, not just that, you're not going to make the playoffs. So what, why not give a look at Minshew and see what he's got, see if he can help your team. And not just that, you brought him here for a reason. Maybe, you know, you could use it as trade bait, you know, for somebody to give you a third or a fourth round pick. So I really believe it's something to look at. Now, the Lions – do the Lions get their first win today? Start with you, Coach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, they get their first win today. That's a, you know you're you're jumping the gun. You know that's no, my no, no, uh, you don't have, you're not jumping all the right. gun. You just you're right. saying that it doesn't you know okay. Right. <laughs> it's not jumping the gun at all. Stiz, <laughs> the Lions get their first win today. Huh. Wow, 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think that. Yeah. I think they do. I Come to the dark do. side, Stiz. Come uh, to the dark side. I, I, I gotta, I gotta stay with, I gotta stay with the coach train here. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah. Well, then you know what? I, I'll, I'll never be on the coach train. Eagles find <laughs> a way to pull it out today against the lowly Lions. Lions are on eight. But now, still, wait a second. Did you? Regardless, did you, the, 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 the Eagles should not be laying three and a half. To any, I don't think the Eagles should lay three and a half to Alabama on the road, let alone yeah. the Lions. And there we go. I guess David, David, a Lions fan, and and okay. I'm, David, I'm not trying. That's got to be tough, man, because you know Lions <laughs> are, are are loyal fans and deserve. Uh, man, it, it's, it's got to be tough. They, the, hey, Lions the Lions deserve. rebuilding since 1949. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> the truth. Um, so, but no, I don't. I, I think the Eagles. I hope the Eagles. Uh, um, uh, look better today, but you, you look credit to the Lions because that's not no one 17. I know on, on, on the record, it's their own seven, but they played right. a lot of good teams tough. They played the Rams tough last week, they played the Ravens tough. They've been in every game that 40 49ers game, they make that crazy comeback. Um, okay, he's a Giants guy, hate the Eagles. Okay, well, you're with coach, <laughs> hey, Cal. thanks, Jess, baby. <laughs> coach, coach, coach got a buddy. Yeah, they got a buddy. Now, on to my boy, who I said, I said, would regain his confidence in in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz starting to regain some of his confidence, you know, looking better every week. But let me ask you, is it fool's gold? Or can Carson Wentz regain that MVP form he showed with the Eagles? I'll start with you, Stez. Fool's gold. Okay. I, I, I'm not. I'm not trusting him. I mean, he has looked good over the last couple of weeks. He's got uh, two layups. Well, after this week, this is going to be a right. tough one against Tennessee. Yes, I mean, you know, yes, it is. This is this is this is a, a huge uh, game division, division game. Huge game. Um, you know, we'll talk about who I like in that game a little bit later. Right. But uh, after that, he's got the Jets and the Jacks two right. layups. So if he can get a win today. Gets two wins the following week. Then he right. faces uh then he faces Tampa Bay and Buffalo after that. So they're yeah. they're two tough ones. But if he can keep on playing the way he's playing, uh, MVP, I think that's you know going a little bit overboard. But okay. yeah, he is but, playing well. How about a top, you know, a top ten quarterback in the league? I mean, he was a bottom yeah. ten quarterback there. Um sure. No, yeah, it's this huge game for them today. Basically, the Colts can either go where they're one game behind the Titans or four games. Because obviously, if they lose to the Titans today, they're three games back. But the Titans hold the tiebreaker because they beat right. them head 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 to head <laughs> twice. Then, so I mean, this is Correct. an enormous game. Um, you know, obviously, you lose today, your chances of winning the division are probably shot because you're four games, you're back four games with nine to play, and and that's real tough. Obviously, Stiz, I know you wouldn't be too uh, upset because you did take. The Titans, what was it, over nine and a half or nine? Oh, over nine, over nine. Over yeah. nine. So, you know, uh, I'm kind of rooting for the Titans to get, you know, some wins here. But Now, as for me, I don't think it's fool's gold. I don't think – I don't know if he'll be MVP form again, but I do think he can be a top five, top ten quarterback. I've always been a Wentz guy, and I think right you're seeing right slowly here rebuild him, and I think they still could use to go get him a weapon on the outside. Um, we'll see what happens when T.Y. gets back. 
but I think I think he's building it back. Coach, is uh, Wentz can he return to uh, MVP form or we'll say top ten quarterback form? First, for, for, first off, the home office just called Nevada Nick. You got to go pee in a cup. Yeah. Okay. After the show, they want you to go pee in a cup. Okay. Random drug right. test. Random like drug it. test for Nevada Nick. <laughs> we, we do that. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm on the stiz train now. I'm joking. Uh, on the you train. We gotta okay. find you guys a room. <laughs> <laughs> Symbotica, baby. Symbotica. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, you gotta find these guys a room. <laughs> oh man. Uh, nope, East Fool's gold, baby. Now, last few weeks we've been doing a thing where we all give a bold prediction every week. Uh, I'll start it off. Coach looks up in the sky. <laughs> hey, I like it. And it's hey, for my bold prediction. So no team that's been a seven and a half or higher point underdog has won outright. I'm going to say this week, one of those teams finds a way to win. Finally, that's my bold prediction. Stiz, what's yours? Patrick Mahomes, eight interceptions in the last five games. My bold prediction is. He throws three touchdowns with zero picks okay. against coaches and David's New York Giants. Monday He's night. off the chain. He's off wow. the chain. Wow. Thank God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. I like it. That's a wow. And he, he's thrown an interception in a bunch of games in a row, too. So that's oh, a yeah. He's, he's, he's been terrible. And, I mean, listen, if, if anything's a get-right game for him, it's yeah. going to be Monday. I, I mean, no disrespect, but, yeah. you know, listen, this is the game that he needs to get things right. And if he doesn't, forget about it, man. It, it, Kansas City Chiefs are pretty much done for the year. Coach, your bold prediction. Uh, come uh, come Monday or Tuesday, whenever the trade deadline is, there's a new quarterback in Carolina. Okay. okay. There we go. That's a bold that prediction. Is that quarter name? Is that quarterback last name Watson? <laughs> no, it's not. There's a there's a trophy down the street from you, uh, a statue down the street from you. Oh, of the okay. guy. All oh, right. okay. Big Dick yeah. Nick. The Rock Rocky Balboa is going to be the quarterback. They're going to start a little bit in them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're going to start running some Philly special. Uh, yeah. I don't care a lot. So St Nick Stallone, Stallone can still throw some five and out routes. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, yeah, coach, and I know you, I know you're, you're a Sam Darnold guy, but two, you know, losing McCaffrey was such a shock yes. for that. Yeah. Because he just, he, people don't realize the effect he has because. You gotta, you got, you gotta have one of your guys keep keep eyes on him coming out of the backfield. He's so dangerous as a receiver as well. You know, it really changes that offense, and it makes your receivers better too. In um, DJ Moore, and obviously, I would say Robbie Anderson's been a disappointment. Um, oh, big time, big. You know, since coming to the Jets. Um, but from yeah, the Jets, yeah, yeah, from the from Jets. Jets yeah. Um, but you know, look with the Panthers. You've given up a two, a four, and a six now. And, you know, obviously you bring in Bridgewater, you bring in, in um, Darnold, and neither have worked out. You know, Matt Rule, and, 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 you know, usually year three, like Coach has always said, is his big year. He needs to figure out, you know, his quarterback situation, or he's not going to be in it too long. So you think Mitch Trubisky. All right. Now, look, let's not forget, too, Mitch Trubisky. 
from the University of North Carolina. So um, hey, Mitch is a playoff quarterback. I mean, the Bears the Bears were were a playoff team with him as a quarterback. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm just there saying. Some, you know, players who were playoff quarterbacks doesn't necessarily mean you're good, but you know, that's for another day. All right, let's get into some of the uh, games today. I'm going to start with the uh, Bucks Saints. Like a very interesting game, obviously. If you, if you guys remember last year, Brady really struggled against that Saints defense. Um, any chance today, guys, the Saints can pull off a win? I'll start with you, Coach. You know, it's there's always a chance, but uh, I, I just don't think so uh, because it's a totally different team now right. in New Orleans without Drew Drew Brees, and you know they're missing some guys on defense there. Uh, so I, I, I don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> uh, Stiz, can the Saints pull off an upset? If, if you're asking me if I'm going with TB12 or Jameis Winston, I mean, it, you know, it's TB, it's TB12 all day. I, no, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, look, they, they just got uh, Mark Ingram back. The right. new, what they call themselves, the boom and zoom of the New Orleans Saints. That's their new uh, tandem right. name. Uh, you know, the big thing is really the, the Saints don't have a wide receiver. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Their number one wide receiver is Alvin Kamara. Ten right. catches last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just I just don't see Tampa Bay's just got too many weapons, you know, even without, you know, Antonio Brown. I, I yeah. think it's going to be too much for him. Yeah. No, and you know what, too, Stiz? It actually got to the point, too, on that game Monday night, they started doubling Kamara out of the backfield because it was Kamara was just beaten up. You know, James actually had two nice throws down the field, and um, both were dropped. Could, you know, he made two nice throws. And that's the one thing. Look, one thing you got to give Jameis credit. He's cut the turnovers out. He really has. Yes. But I do yeah. think – and look, the identity of Saints now is more run the football, get it in Kamara's hands, throw in the ball as well, and then play defense. But I do, I do think they need – to open it up a little bit with Jameis. Because that's where Jameis is actually good, is throwing the football down the field. Look, you don't want the costly turnovers, obviously. But I think, look, if they ever want to get to the point where they can compete and play in the playoffs too, you're going to need to open it up a little bit, in my opinion, and let Jameis throw the ball deep. And maybe they're waiting for Michael Thomas to get healthy to start to do that. Yeah. Do, Do you know who their next best receiver was last week after Alvin Kamara's 10 catches? The tight end, Adam Troutman, with three catches for 36 yards. Wow. wow. And he had that's, a big that's telling you, yeah, yeah, that's telling you what you need to know. I mean, they, they need Michael Thomas back bad. And from what I'm hearing reports, he's he's not coming back for at least another two, three weeks. He, he's he's still two, three weeks away. So I, I agree with you. I think I think they got to open up their playbook and man, let him chuck the ball like he's been like he's been doing in his past. Let him sling it. Right. All right, now on to the Patriots and Chargers. Last year, this was a complete blowout, this game. I don't know if you guys remember, but actually the Patriots shut out the Chargers. Now Patriots, they re- I know it was the Jets, but you know the Patriots also barely got beat by the Cowboys, probably should have beaten the Bucks. You guys think any chance Bill can go, go into L.A. and win a game against the Chargers? I'll start with you, Coach. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
I think I think you know they'll be ready to go. Uh, and the biggest question is, you know, uh, the Chargers got blown out by Baltimore, right? And then had the buy. Was that enough? Did the buy help them or hurt them? You know, right. now they have to bring it. Now New England comes to town, uh, and so we'll see how that how that works out. But I, I think I, I think I like New England today. Okay. Stiz, can the Patriots pull off the win? I think I think the bye did help the Chargers. In okay. fact, um, the only thing I, I really like the Chargers a lot today. Okay. The only thing that's kind of swaying me is you know Austin Eckler pops up on the injury chart. He's, yeah. he's got a hip injury. You know I don't understand here. They're coming off a bye week. You know, uh, seven days later, and he shows up. You know, he, he didn't practice Thursday. He didn't practice Friday. He says he'll be fine. He says he's going to play. I don't know, man. I don't I don't trust it. But guess what? I think you put the ball in Justin Herbert's hands and you let him hit hit Mike Williams, hit uh, Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? Hit his tight ends. And I think they'll have no problem against them. New England, New England, 54 points last week, man. That's crazy. Right. Even against the even against the lowly Jets. I think yeah. they come back down to earth today. Well, and I the think Chargers one, get the job done. Right. The one thing I would say though, too, Chargers struggle against the run. And the Patriots yeah. will pound the rock. Yeah. The yeah. Patriots are going to pound the rock. So the Chargers better have some success Correct. stopping the run. Or, yeah, it could, you know, they could, it could be in for a, uh, for a long day today. Now, um, obviously, Steelers, Browns today in a big uh, divisional game. A uh, big game for the Browns, too. You know, you want to keep on that trend of winning games, obviously. Um, question for you guys Baker, you know, toughing it out, obviously had a break there in his shoulder. At a torn labrum, he's gonna play. But let me ask you: Would you extend Baker Mayfield and give him the long-term contract, or would you, you know, take the risk, maybe either franchise him in the offseason or try to bring in one of those big-name QBs? I'll go to you, Coach. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh... I'm not franchising it. I mean, I'm franchising him. I'm not giving him a long-term deal just yet. Okay. He really hasn't. He really hasn't proved it yet. One in one year, one hit wonder. You don't know. So let right. let let's see you do. Let's see you do it a couple more times. Yeah, and I I would say I'm not giving him the extension either. I'm looking at the thing and look. You see what you can do if you can get Aaron Rodgers to Cleveland. I'd rather pay Aaron Rodgers $30 million than Baker Mayfield $30 million and, right. and take that team, and then now you're going to take that team and take them over the top. So you see what you can do, and then if you can't bring in a quarterback that you feel is better than Baker, then you, you franchise him, give him another year. But, no, I, I'm not giving him a long-term contract. That's a, that's a big-time wait and see for me. What would you do, Stis? Where did he go? I guess he froze up, I guess. Yeah, I think he froze. I, I haven't seen enough. I agree with you. I haven't seen enough from Baker Mayfield. I would I would go after. Uh-oh. Uh, yes, yeah, I think you need to go out and come back in. Yeah, no, you're, you're, but you're going in and out. You might want to go out and come back in. There he goes. There we go. Well, Stiz agrees with us. He's a smart guy, obviously. <laughs> um, I, got, I got like 25 – Streams for Stiz, but uh, Stiz, get finished what you were saying. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, sorry about that. My, so good. 
paying I gotta start paying my cable bill, my Wi-Fi. <laughs> trying to get a trying to get a loan from trying to get a loan from coach and it's still in the mail. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was gonna say, what are your neighbor? You try you try to steal from your neighbor, he figured it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying. Still in the mail yeah. with those cookies, he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still still waiting. No, I, I I think I agree with you guys. I, I yeah. wouldn't give him an extension. I haven't seen enough from Baker Mayfield yet to uh, yeah, I, to believe in him. But I'll tell you, man, Cleveland, like you said, if they get Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that, oh boy, that they're they're looking good with this with this two running back situation. And you know, if these receivers can get healthy, yeah. <laughs> Brian says it's your Obama phones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to get rid of that cricket. You know what I mean? All right. That's great. Now, time time for Stiz's fantasy advice. Uh, Stiz, you want to start with your uh, starts of the week? Sure. Sure. Well, we'll, uh, we'll actually loop back around to what we talked about with the Chargers. Um, I got two must starts this week. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Damian Harris. Running back for the New England Patriots. I mean, you know, we just talked about it. Yep. The kid ran for 100 yards and three touchdowns in his last two games. He got a week eight matchup against the Chargers, who ranks dead last versus the rush in fantasy, which is which is huge. I, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna pound, pound, pound Damian Harris. They got Brandon Bolden. They got this kid, Ramondre Stevenson, who apparently Belichick doesn't like. He keeps on scratching the kid. I, you know, I don't understand it. The kid's got talent, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna run the rock with Damian Harris. So uh I think you get him when you're starting lineup if you can. Uh second must start. Boy, man, this kid's a fan favorite now. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's thrown at least two touchdowns in every game this year. Wow. Coming off a blowout win versus the Ravens on the road, 416 passing yards, three touchdowns, which is unheard of. I mean, on the road against, you know, the talented Baltimore Ravens, you didn't think that would happen. Now he comes up with a week eight matchup against the Jets, the lowly, lowly Jets. <laughs> Listen, if New England, you know, with running the ball, of course, if, if they could put up 54 points against the Jets, what do you think Joe Burrow is going to do against them? Jets ranked 28th versus the pass. You must them, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I guess Brian's. I guess Brian's got uh, Joe Burrow on his fantasy team. Listen, he, he 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 he's relying on this new shiny target in Jamar Chase, fellas. Man, this this, this one-two connection. You know, they talked about it in the beginning of the year. You know, that was their first round draft pick, and they kind of questioned it. Wanted to go after the offensive lineman, right? Well, it's looking to pay dividends now. You know. Uh, but those are my two starts, Nick. All right. Uh, how about your sits of the week, Stiz? Uh, I got two sits as well. Uh, oh, man. Not very often do you sit a quarterback one from the previous week. But listen, I'm doing it this week. Tua Tagovailoa. I'm I'm putting him on the pine, man. I'm putting him on the bench this week. Last week, 291 yards, four touchdowns against the Atlanta Falcons. Man, huge game. He, he was the number one fantasy quarterback last week. Wow. Week eight, he's going against Buffalo, coming off a bye, okay? Mm. The number one defense versus quarterbacks this year. Yeah. Allowing 13 fantasy points versus quarterbacks. Yeah. I, 
I don't think I don't think you can put him in your starting lineup. I, I think you got to save him for another week, and uh, you know you got to you got to go from there. And Buffalo beat them um, thirty-five nothing earlier in the year too, Stiz. So that's another thing you want to you know obviously. So so there you go. Shut out game. You know, coming coming off a bye week, which you know, which really uh, you know goes towards that premise as well. Right. Uh, second second guy that you know he, he's he's riding my bench until I see more from him. Tyler Lockett, man. Russell Wilson, being without Russell Wilson and with uh, not Pats, but Geno's, Geno Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Geno's, Geno is killing his fantasy stock, man. Tyler Lockett, the big name Tyler Lockett, averaging three receptions, 31.6 receiving yards the last five games. Zero, count them, zero touchdowns. I, 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 I got to wait. I, I got to wait. You know, you're going to have to wait another couple of weeks before Russell Wilson gets back in. I, I know he's, you know, he's striving to play sooner than later. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting Tyler Lockett, too, as well. All right, Stiz, do you have any uh, waiver wire pickups for us? Well, it's, it's, it's a little bit easier this week. You know, last week we know it was it was waiver wire Armageddon with, you know, six teams on by. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah, this week we only have Baltimore and Las Vegas on by. Still some big names, you know, still some big names that you can't have in your starting lineup. But my number one, my number one guy to get in waivers free agency is, I know it's crazy, but Kenneth Gainwell. Miles Sanders they put on the IR, and we know the Eagles don't run the ball. We know Nick Sirianni's a dope. But Kenneth Gainwell's been a part of this running attack what or lack thereof, should I say, uh, you know, for the for the last three weeks. But he, he's been a part of the system. Um, right. Listen, Detroit gives up. If any if any uh, game this week is a spot to have an Eagles running back, this is it. Detroit's given up 120 rushing yards per game. So Kenneth Gainwell catches the ball too, which is which is huge. You know, that's what you want in PPR leagues. So he's my number one waiver wire target, Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, my number two, I'm going to a defense. I'm going to Cincinnati, and, and I'm I'm gobbling up their defense against the Jets. They're facing they're facing the number one cart guy from the Aston Giant, the local <laughs> Giant, and Mike White. Okay, again this week, <laughs> Flacco. Flacco, you probably won't see the U of D guy, Joe Flacco. You probably won't see him till at least next week. But Mike White's getting to start again, and boy. Cincinnati is just going to eat. They are licking their chops this week. They're allowing, they're allowing a stingy 17 points in their last three games. So, yeah, I'm firing up Cincinnati's defense. I end up picking them up in two of my leagues. Uh, I got lucky. You know, everybody was kind of sleeping on them. So, yeah, those are my two uh, waiver slash free agent moves. Okay. You know, Stiz, that's one thing nobody's really talked about, and that's how good the Bengals' defense has played. They've been playing really well. Obviously, Burrow and Chase get all the publicity, obviously. Sure. That defense is playing well. And one of the big signings they had in the offseason was getting Trey Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Uh, Hendrickson. Hendrickson, yep. Yeah, from the Saints. I, believe, right. I mean, from the – yeah, yeah, six and a half sacks. Spit so, it out, uh, you stuttering prick. Yeah, you stuttering <laughs> prick. Come on, spite ah, it. It's it your box. <laughs> That's great. So now time for my picks. Um, I'm going to end 
with my my biggest pick, obviously. But uh, I'll start with this. I like the Patriots plus four and a half today. Um, I think they're going to be able to run the football. As we know, Belichick plays mind games with young quarterbacks. I do understand we're talking about Justin Herbert last year, you know. But, you know, this is a guy who did get shut out last year. I think that the Patriots keep it close. They've had a lot of close games this year. I could see the Chargers winning, but I like I think four and a half points is too much. I think the Patriots are going to pound the rock, keep Herbert off the field. Coach knows about that Belichick philosophy. He saw it in the uh, Super Bowl against the Bills, obviously, in 1990, when, uh, you know, that great Bills offense with Jim Kelly was shut down by Belichick's defense, and then they just ran the football. So I think you're going to see a lot of that today. Patriots running the ball, letting Max Jones make a couple plays. I like the Patriots plus four and a half. Then I'm going down to New Orleans, and I think I'm going to go with the Saints plus four and a half. They played the Bucs really well last year, and if it wasn't for a Jared Cook fumble in the playoffs, they might have beat them a third time. Because let's not forget, Jared Cook, they were up three points, you know, going on the other side of the 50-yard line when he fumbles, Bucks pick it up and then end up, you know, getting a touchdown with Brady and going up four. And that completely changed the momentum of the game. So I'm going to go Saints plus four and a half. I do believe Tampa Bay wins the game, but I think the Saints are going to find a way against that, you know, injury-ravaged defense of the Bucks. You know, I think Gronk returns today, but still no A.B. I think that Saints defense finds a way to keep it close. I like the Saints plus four and a half, like the Bucks to win the game. Then I'm going to go to – I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. Let me oh, ask good. you a quick question about Gronk. Uh, I mean, do you do you agree with them putting him back in this early? Uh, no, because he's so important to them and so important to them in the red zone. Um, you know, when you're talking about a rib injury, and I believe, too, he had a lung punctured, if I'm correct. Lacerated lung. Yeah, lacerated yeah. lung and um, four broken ribs. Yeah, you know, I would try to get this game without him. I know, and that's part of it, Stiz, like we talked about with Dallas. I just think there's so much pressure with these five really good teams in the NFC. Nobody wants to get behind, you know, because, as you know, there's only one team that gets home field advantage, and that's such a big thing in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, I do those things. I especially when you got Cameron Bray and OJ Howard. You know, I I would hold Gronk another week, and I'm not sure who they play next week. But I think they figured divisional game on the road in the loud Superdome. Um, you know, I think they, they you know no AB already. I think yeah. they feel as if they need them. So, but no, I I'll agree be, with you 100 percent. This, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I I could see Gronk getting hit. Going out and and retiring again sooner than later, I, I could I could really see that happening. Well, especially if it's anything to his back, because his back was the thing that yeah. was really bothering him. He lost some weight and had that year off and started feeling better, but he's had some, you know, some real back issues. So my next game, and you know, some people may you know kind of shake their head at this. I'm gonna go with the Jags plus three and a half. You know, Stiz alluded to it with Lockett. You know, last week, if Metcalf and offensive pass interference should have been called on it because he literally threw the guy to the ground. But, you know, Metcalf and Lockett, except for that one play, pretty much did nothing. Jaguars coming off a bye. Seahawks on a short week. I do realize, obviously, it is in Seattle, 
But I just think this young team, Lawrence has looked better. I think he's going to be able to move the ball and have some success against that Seahawks defense. And and look, when you got an offense like the Seahawks right now that's struggling, teams are going to be in it because you're you have the you're not able to score points. So I love the Jags plus three and a half today. My next game, I'm going to go with Cleveland. I like Cleveland minus four. You get Nick Chubb back. You get your tackles back. Yes, there is a little bit of that revenge factor with the Steelers because they whipped up on them in the playoffs. But still, to me, Ben still, you know, look, he's what, eight, yeah, nine months older. You know, I don't love how Ben looks. I think the Browns are going to run the rock. I think they're just a better football team than the Steelers. I like the Browns minus four. And then, look, I'm giving you my lock of the year today. I, I said, I, I, you know, <laughs> last I should have pulled the trigger on the Bengals. I loved them. I didn't. I liked. I loved this game today. I, you know, I, I should have went with it last week with the Bengals. I didn't. My lock of the year is the Colts today minus two and a half. I got lucky. I got the Colts plus one. I got the Colts plus one. Hungry dogs run faster, said Jason Kelsey. <laughs> the Colts are a hundred a hungry dog. This is a must win for them. They are starting to play well, starting to run the ball. You take your head all you want, coach. I don't want you to be on my train. I want you on the other side. <laughs> That's how I want it. I think the Colts are gonna play an impressive game today. Carson Wentz is starting to get confident. I think you're gonna see it. Love. The Colts. Lock of the year. Colts minus two and a half. Take it to the bank. Bet your mortgage on it. Sell your car. Take your T-bonds, your Bitcoin, whatever it is. Put it all on it. Lock of the year. Love the Colts today. Sizzle will tell you right when the line came out. I loved it. And then a weird yep. thing this year, because I usually hate when you see the line move. Because the Colts were plus one. It's all, the money's being bet on the Titans. Actually, this is where they call they call it reverse line movement. This isn't because all the money's on the Colts. If for some reason they move this line, the most of the money's on the Titans. Everybody's betting the Titans, but you know they did a reverse. They call it reverse line movement, which you know you it's, I can't explain why they do it, but they do do it. Lock of the year, love the Colts. All right, we'll move on to you, Stiz. Stiz, you want to start with your prop bet of the week? Sure, sure. On uh, the flyer, by the way, five straight props. Five, Stiz. five straight, five hey. straight prop bets, man. Hey. I'm starting to, I'm starting to come into things well, here. Let me give myself credit. I said, we, hey, it was early. We need to get it going. It was early. Now Stiz has got it going. Stiz, your prop bet of the week. Prop at week eight, I'm going Tyler Boyd under 44 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's only hit this over tw twice this year so far. Uh, you could see, uh, you know, what's happening is Joe Burrows, you know, he's he's really – he's peppering T. Higgins with targets, and, he man, he's just throwing downfield to Jamar Chase. It right. seems like Tyler Boyd is now your, your odd man out. And, you know, Nevada Knicks boy, C.J. Uzuma, who's your mama – is is actually getting into the mix too. So yeah, oh, Tyler right. Boyd is looking, you know, fourth on the on the depth chart in receiving uh in receiving targets. So yeah, I'm going under 44 and a half receiving yards. I'm gonna try to make it six in a row. We'll see what happens. Okay. Now on to our locks of the week. Obviously, we know if I have a lock of the year, it's gonna be my lock of the week. 
I'm going to stick with the Colts. Um, Stiz, your lock of the week? Boy, I feel good because I'm hopping on that Nevada Nick make that money train, baby. Colts <laughs> minus two and a half. Nevada Nick told me early in the week, Colts plus one against Tennessee. Revenge game. Big, huge, huge in, in betting-wise. Revenge mm. games, especially division-wise. Three-and-a-half point swing, okay? I like how it's going for the Colts. Must win. Like I said, they win this game. They got two cake matchups the next two weeks, and they don't want to be four games behind. So I'm feeling pretty good against this. They lost 25-16 to 16 in week three against right. the Tennessee Titans. I feel good. I, I think I might upgrade from the cricket to a T-Mobile. With all this money I'm going to win today, and we're going to be looking good. Colts minus two and a half. And let's not forget, too, Titans coming off two huge wins, in which I think a lot of people thought were going to be losses in the Bills and the Chiefs. Yes. So that's something else I'm factoring in it, too. You're coming off these two huge wins. You know, yes. you, you start to feel yourself a little bit. Um, I, Like I said, I like how the Colts are starting to come together. You know, Jonathan Taylor playing well. You got Quentin Nelson back. Um, yeah, Michael Pittman starting to really become a target for uh, Wentz. They're getting some chemistry. So, yeah, you know, I love the Colts today, too. Now, Coach, Coach <laughs> Blue on Shure with his lock of the week. Had somebody else switched it. He, he was yeah, 6 last minute, you know. Yeah. But let me tell you something, everyone. You don't. Look, he's going to have to pee in a cup. He's got some issues going on because there's no way. Carson Wentz is fool's gold, okay? I'm just telling you. But, yes, let's go Detroit, baby. Let's go Lions. Lions plus Lions Lions baby. Lions Say it outright, too. Take a a money line. You got the balls or are you just going to take the three and a half? Huh? No, I think they win the football game right outright, all the way. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. They get off the snide. They get their first victory of the season against the Eagles. <laughs> and, and, and you yeah. know what? They do it for they do it for Deuce Staley. If, if it is, they do it for Deuce Staley. <laughs> they do it for Deuce. No, really. He's, he's not right. No he's, no, he's right, though. You know. You know? Um, and it might have been a mistake. Maybe the Eagles should have hired Deuce Daly. I know some people thought, but Deuce wasn't going to be an offensive coordinator. He was going to be your, uh, you know, John Harbaugh type, who's a special teams coach, who goes in, gets a good offensive coordinator, a good defensive coordinator, and they're the, you know, basically the manager of the team. Um, No, and look, Deuce was loved in Philly. They say Deuce is loved in Detroit. Uh, You've seen how, you know, how much he's done for Swift already. Swift having a big year. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this is right about that. So we'll see what happens, but let's go Colts. Nevada's got some big money on it. Let's go. And I, I got a ticket too. I got the Braves at 13 to one to win the world series. One more game, baby. Ooh. <laughs> hey, 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 that's politically incorrect now. <laughs> hey, no, they still do it during the game. Do they? I, don't, I have no idea, man. I'm not watching. It's the Coach Muller show. Nobody's watching. We're good. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, Sammy? Welcome back, buddy. Sammy chiming in late. No, Sammy. What's up? Take Washington plus anything. Washington <laughs> playing today? No, they're yeah, playing today. That's, that's why. Yeah, that's why. There you go. Good call, Sammy. Oh, they're playing. Washington's playing. Washington's playing Denver today. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think they should they should beat Denver. I agree. Yeah, let's right. go Braves. I agree with you, Brian. Let's go Braves. I got a like I said, thirteen to one. I got a ticket on them. All right. Good stuff. Now make sure you come back tomorrow because we have a huge show because it is Monday night. The New York football giants will be taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, as much as it probably is the get-right game for Kansas City, uh, my fandom won't allow me to 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 subscribe to that, okay? So, you shouldn't. You know, let's you go. It should, but you know what? With, 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 with what we've seen with the Chiefs, it's not impossible the Giants win tomorrow. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs uh, are – Not at all. And, look, you talk about the Chiefs' defense – <laughs> the Chiefs offense only scored three points. In the but we're talking about Daniel Jones who can't stack two wins on no, top of No, I know. Of I know, Coach. It, I know. But it's not impossible <laughs> that they pull the win out, Coach. It isn't. I mean, the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm turning them lights right he's, out. I see hey, he, yeah, he turned the lights off because he's sitting there eating all the candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all right, everyone, listen, thanks for jumping in, hanging out with us this morning. We really appreciate it. Tell your friends, share, share the page, go over to YouTube, like, subscribe, ring the bell. We really appreciate all the help you guys give us. Uh, and uh, come back tomorrow. We'll be there. Uh, uh, what are we on at? Six? Six o'clock? Yep. And uh, I don't even know what we'll time it is. <laughs> I don't even know, you know, a little partly cloudy still. So we're good. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy some football today. Be safe, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow. At, um, we think, uh, 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs>